weekly message from Encounter, where your past has no future and hope is reborn. Here is today's special guest speaker. church how are we doing today are you doing okay Carol good amen that's the second time I heard that today bless the Lord I have the ultimate joy to bring the Word of God to you today um, so I'm gonna preach it once you stand to your feet hallelujah pray for me we're gonna talk about the staging zone <laughs> Father, we thank you, God, for your word. Lord, your word changes our hearts and our lives. I pray, Father God, that you would touch this message as it goes forth out of my mouth, that, Father God, I will not impede it in any way of my own, that I, have, I yield my body to you, Lord. And I pray, I pray, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, that, God, that you would touch every hearer to this word. Father, those who are in this house and those who might hear us on Facebook, I pray, Father God, that you would move upon them even right now, Lord, and change their lives because when the word of God is applied, it does just that. We thank you, Lord, for your grace and your peace. In the precious name of Jesus Christ, the righteous, we pray. And the church says, amen, hallelujah, hallelujah. So I'm going to preach this, so forgive me. I'm taking my jacket off. Hallelujah. Joshua, the sixth chapter and the third verse. The King James Version says, And you shall compass the city, all you men of war, and go about the city once. This shall you do six days. What is a staging zone? Think about it. You know, a staging zone is, is used many times in military activities where a, an army is going to bring its forces to bear on a certain place, and so they gather together in one spot so they can bring at, at swift judgment, boom, against wherever they want to attack. The Holy Spirit has its staging zone. In Jericho, at Jericho's time, or in the city of Jericho, understand this, that the men of valor, the men of war, had already basically won the battle. They had pushed those who had lived in the city of Jericho, they had confined them in those walls, and they had faith in those walls. Those walls were not just any wall. They were, they were massively tall. Now, now, I know that might not be much to us here in the, uh, the year 2020, that where we, got, uh, we have buildings that literally touch the sky. But back then, all you had was these little ladders and maybe an arrow to try to get over a wall, all right? So having a large wall and a high wall was an advantage at that time. Can I tell you today that the Lord, who hallelujah, the Lord wants to give you victory. Can someone say amen? 
How many wants victory today? Only me? Come on. Can we, can we say praise the Lord? Amen. Do, do you want victory today, or you just want to sit here and say, Brother Dave, I, I'm just really waiting for the Super Bowl. That's what I'm waiting for, okay? Because I want those wings, brother. That's what I want, all right? Is that what you, or, 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 or tonight, if your favorite team is winning, all right? And you're sitting there going, I wish it was the Browns, okay? And you're sitting there, go San Francisco, and you're getting loud, but why can't you get excited about God's victory in your life? Hello? Woo, hallelujah. God has something special for you today if you'll hear his word and understand that victory it comes across that wall. Hello? That victory that God has for you, your victory, Kelly, is different than mine. My victory is different than George's. But we desire a victory. Can someone say amen? And God says, oh, hallelujah, God says today that he wants to supply that victory for you. Wow, just these three over here. Let's try that again. God's going to supply that victory for you. Can someone say amen? Hallelujah. Let your spirit get a hold of this. For you see, the men of war had gathered and pinned down the people of Jericho, and they were ready to go and just fight. But God called Joshua, and he told him, you tell those generals to stand down. He told them, listen, we're just going to walk around this city. And it goes on to say that you're not to say anything at all. That'd be tough. Let's be honest. You're in day three of walking around Jericho. It's all muddy. People are yelling. For, hey, fatso, yeah, you, grumpy, yeah, you're an idiot. You're never getting over this wall, all right? And you're thinking, ah, you're right. There's no way I'm getting over that wall. Watch my jump. It's the best I got, okay? A white man can't jump. I'm a white man. I'm a white man, all right? So, you know, I'm sitting there, and you're walking around Jericho, and it's the fourth day, and you're starting to feel, feel your hips bothering a little bit. You're starting to drag your leg around. Come on, buddy, let's go. You're starting to drag it. Do you got the victory? Do you got the victory then? Hallelujah. How many, can I tell you, are facing a situation in your life, and you're wanting victory, and you've been walking around You've been walking around, you've been, and you've been, you, you've been talking. Uh, when's God going to deliver me? Hello. Uh, uh, what's going to happen next? What's happening tomorrow? And God's telling you, just trust in me. Uh, hallelujah. Because I've promised victory. I promised it. Staging zone. Staging zone for the believer Basically, it's three things. Faith, trust. We have no problem with that. I got faith. I got faith. Yes, I do. I got faith. How about you? Right? Remember that song when we were in high school? Jesus loves me. Yes, he does. What else we got here? Trust. Oh, I trust the Lord. Oh, I trust the Lord. God. You know, my cat trusts the Lord, all right? 
Why do I know that? Because he's breathing, all right? He doesn't worry about who's going to feed him because someone's going to feed him, all right? He's not, and if someone doesn't feed him, someone else might feed him. But he trusts us. We have no problem with trusting the Lord. But uh-oh, here comes obedience. Well, Brother Dave, hold on now. Obedience. How many of you just had just a Holy Ghost dance saying, Thank you, Jesus. I can be obedient to you. Hmm. Hello. God desires that from our life. Amen. He desires us to be obedient to him. He desires when, when he's, he's setting up his staging zone. Don't miss this. He's setting up his staging zone for you to have victory at your walls of Jericho. You can't just bring out the trust. You can't just bring out the faith. you got to bring out the obedience also. <sighs> Brother Dave, that's too tough for me. Huh? You know, I, I, can't, I can't get away from, you know, my... My favorite things I watch on TV. And, you know, when my friends at work, they start telling these jokes. And uh, I can't, it would be rude for me if I would just step away and say, I'm not listening to that. Hello. God desires to give you victory today. His victory is staged at your obedience to him. For you see, the, the Israelites had to walk around Jericho six days in a row. It doesn't say in there if it was six days of cold. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe it was winter then, and it was 30 below zero. How do you like that? How many, how many boots do you think they had back then? Huh? They all had sandals. That'd be a cold day, right? You're, went three feet and I'm already tired. I gotta go, I gotta go the whole way. And then on then on the seventh day I gotta walk around this seven times and I'm supposed to say nothing? Are you kidding me? I wanna whine about it. Am I the only whiner in the house? I guess I am, alright? You guys are a lot better than me because I whine all the time. God why? Why? But the people of Israel had to be don't miss this. After they finish being the big O, obedient, what did they do? They say, come on, send the arrows, send the missiles, go get them. No. What did they do? They begin to just praise the Lord. They got loud and they shouted. They said, hallelujah. And suddenly, Suddenly, those walls that seemed to be so tall, they seemed to be so impenetrable, fell down. And the Bible says they just walked right in. They walked right in. And can I tell you today, God has a victory for you. He wants you to be obedient to what, hallelujah, obedient to what he wants you to do. And he just wants you to do one thing. Shout. Shout. Praise him. But Brother Dave, I've been walking this thing for seven years. Shout. But Brother Dave, you don't know what I have to face every morning. Shout. Because he loves you. He's promised you these things. Can I tell you today that there is a, another 
the staging zone. The enemy wants to establish a staging zone in your life. Well, that's impossible, Brother Dave. I've been going to church for 25 years. I remember when we just, we didn't have these fancy, dancy things on the hall. We had good old-fashioned pianos. And that's what we did. We sung, and, and we went to church on not just Sunday morning, but we went on Sunday night, and, and we went on Wednesday night, and we had prayer meeting on Tuesday. We had youth service on Friday. Anybody been that type of life? I've been there. My kids have been there for sure. But can I tell you that the enemy wants to establish a staging zone in your life? He wants to convince you, don't miss this, he wants to convince you that something illegal, unrighteous, not what God wants for your life, is okay. He wants to, he wants to remind you, because you know the enemy knows the word, we know that, right? What, 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 did, what, did, uh, what did Satan do to Christ? He brought the word, and if, and if Christ didn't know the word, he'd go, yeah, you're right. I can't turn those stones to bread. Let's go do that. No, he didn't, because he knew the word of God. Listen, listen. The enemy wants to speak to you smooth, tickling ear words. He wants to tell you that that thing that you're grabbing with and you're wrestling with in your life that is covered by grace all the time. He's telling you that God's mercy is big enough. Don't worry about it. He's telling you you can ask for forgiveness. Don't worry about it. And those things are true, all right? A good lie is what? 90% truth, right? But he also tells you that you don't have to worry about it anymore. Don't worry about struggling with it. Just give up. Hear it. Someone in this room, someone or needs to hear this today. For he wants to begin a, a staging zone in your life that you would begin to, to accept. Oh, hallelujah. Accept the things that you know down deep inside is not how God wants you to live. But you accept it. Because, oh, hallelujah. Because it's easier to accept than to fight. It's easier to accept than to sit there and give it to God. It's easier to accept than to be obedient to his glory. And we, the 21st century church, we hide behind those words like forgiveness and grace and mercy. Like they're in Pentecostal. And God will hold us not accountable for those things. And that, my friend, is a lie. It is. And you might not like the words I say, but Brother Dave, hallelujah, they're the truth anyway. And if Jesus returns tomorrow, I can stand before him and tell him I told you the truth. But I'm telling you today, the enemy wants to create a, a, a staging zone in your life. And how he does it is he gets you to accept that you, you, you used to fight it. Come on, you know what I'm talking about. You know what you're working with. And you, and you used to fight it, but you gave up. You're going to say, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. God's just going to have to just, just love me through it. And he does. But he wants you to keep on fighting because he knows that you, oh, hallelujah. He knows you're walking around Jericho. And he wants you to give it up to him because if you're obedient, that wall will come down and you will no longer, oh, hallelujah. 
Can I tell you that when the Israelites walked into Jericho, they never faced them ever again. They never did. It was over with. No longer. They weren't, they weren't saying, hold on. Let us build these walls back up again. Get the cement guys. Come on. The electricians, let's go. No. They were done. They were defeated. And I'm telling you today, if you're facing something that you can't get rid of, and you know you've been battling, you've been battling, but God wants to give you complete victory. Can someone say amen? Hallelujah. God wants to give you something that you've been searching for. And then what he's wanting you to do is just be obedient. You know, the Bible tells us in Revelations that those who make it to heaven they're called the overcomers. That's the truth. I didn't write it. I've just read it a lot. You are, you are overcomers. You weren't the ones that were attacked and beat down and you fell on the ground and the enemy can continue to kick you. He does that sometimes. I'm not disqualifying that. All I'm saying today that God has victory for you. He has something that allows you to no longer face the things that you've been facing. But can I tell you today, it's your choice. You're the one that's got to sit there and say, I'm done. You know, we have a, we have a uh, uh, words that we speak to new men who might come into our, our outreach. And it's, it's this. We tell them, listen, if you're done burning down your life, if you're done hurting everybody you love, we can help you. Amen, brother? That's what we said, right? Has God done something great in your life? Yes, he has. Hallelujah. But can I tell you, if you're not done burning things down, if you're not done hurting people, then I can't help you. This church can't help you no matter how much money you want to give. You can't help them. The government can give you thousands of dollars. It doesn't work. It starts right here. So today, whatever you're facing, whatever God, oh, hallelujah, whatever God wants to give you victory over, that the choice has to be yours today. You have to say to yourself, God, you know what? I know I've let this slip by, but I'm done with this. I'm done fighting this every day. Today, I'm going to stand on your word. Does that mean that you're going to be good every day? No, it doesn't. It will mean that sometimes you might fail. But you know what? You just get yourself back up and what? Not just dust yourself off. Get into the Word. And you say, okay, God, help me get through today. Here's, here's where my need is at today, Lord. And like, like a lightning bolt, He will show you in His Word. The facts are that we've compromised. We've compromised. And I'm only going to spend about five more minutes, and we're going to head to the... Head to the final zone here. We've compromised. I heard a story one day that there was a vision of heaven. The throne room of God. And in that throne room, they were the, the men and women of God of the latter days. and They were in their three-piece suits and their fine linen shirts. I don't know how fine this is. It's some type of linen, I think, or cloth. And, and they stood before the Lord, and they said, Hallelujah, Lord, thank you. Then there was a knock at the door. 
And the door of the throne room opened up. And here come our brother Paul. He come in. He was a little tired. He was walking. And he was dragging his sword behind him. He woke up in the morning and he felt pain because his body was beat up. And he took his sword and he slammed it on the ground. He says, Lord, all I am is yours. Can I tell you today that Jesus is coming? You cannot listen to me. You might think I'm just crazy. He's coming. And when he comes, my friend, whatever you're wrestling with, if you don't have victory over it, guess what? That's the weight that's going to hold you down. And you might not want to say amen to that, but that's just the truth. It's the truth. I'm begging you this day. I'm pleading with you with all that I have. We do not know when his return is coming, but I look at the signs of the time as he has said, and I know that it is soon. And as soon might, my, my definition of soon might be different than his, but he's coming. And I'm telling you, he's coming when you least think of him. And even this, maybe your personal rapture may be coming. Can I tell you, seven days ago, uh, when the nine of them gathered into a helicopter heading to basketball practice, they thought uh, that all life was beautiful. They had to get there quickly. So they went on, Kobe Bryant and the nine or the other eight, and they rose and they went and they went left and they went right, and it seemed to be an impenetrable wall. And common sense would tell you just wait, but they didn't. They rose 2,000 feet thinking that they could get over it. And then they drove to the ground and they all perished. They did not walk, hear this today. They did not walk into that helicopter thinking they would never come out. Hello? They did it. They thought they were going to a basketball game, a basketball practice. That's what they thought. Today, I'm telling you, the Word of God is screaming to you, whatever you're dealing with, he, want, whew, hallelujah. he wants to give you victory, not just victory where, okay, I win today, I'll deal with it again. Yes, you might struggle every now and then, but he wants to give you total victory today. And that choice belongs to you. That choice belongs to you. I'm going to read a little bit of the word here. Revelations, the third chapter. Our, our boys back here don't have that, so you just have to hear me. If you read the first part of Revelations, the second chapter and on, it, it talks about the dispensation of the churches, where it begins and where it ends, right? It ends in the Laodiceaical age, which is where we're at now. our special guest speaker today at Encounter. All of our guest speaker messages can be downloaded from our website, godenc.com. Messages from Bishop Michael Rice are freely available on iTunes. Find us on Facebook under Encounter.